Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Monday, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor, we're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench, everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, Monday at 9, 8 central on CBS. Monday, our neighbors are back. Your stupid therapist says that we're having intimacy problems, and now she's cutting me off for a month. Dr. Chen made us do that, too. Really put the no in November. <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer and Max Greenfield star. I'm already going crazy. I saw two melons on the counter and almost had to take a cold shower. <laughs> the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. You and I will always be there to keep each other warm. Gross. New Monday, 8, 7 central on CBS. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110-993 WPT. He's a real nowhere man sitting in his nowhere land making all his nowhere plans. Welcome to the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson. For the past eight to nine months, this has been a very serious virus. Friends of ours and friends of yours have died. Friends of ours and friends of yours have gotten severely sick. But during the past eight months, the policies dealing with this virus have not been serious. In fact, they're becoming a joke. They're inconsistent. They seem to be all about power. Many are unenforceable. Many are not supported. The decisions are being made by lone individuals, not by teams. And the media in both North Carolina and our nation are doing very little questioning of both the authority and the effects of policies being implemented on individuals, on our businesses, and now within our own homes. Yeah, we've got a nowhere man in Raleigh right now implementing nowhere plans that are extremely inconsistent. Think about this. Eight months ago, we started with the concept of essential and non-essential jobs. Remember? White-collar jobs were essential, but you could work at home. Non-essential jobs were basically those that you could work at home. (laughs) It was really the white-collar jobs. Essential jobs were the hard-working people who couldn't do their work from home and had to show up to work, drive a truck, work at the Harris Teeter, work in the power plant. Now we're not allowed to mention the concept of essential and non-essential jobs in the state of North Carolina anymore. That's gone. Then we started going into what businesses can close and what businesses can open. So what did we have? We had bars closed, but breweries, as long as they had food trucks, could remain open. 
Was that based upon science and data? Who in the hell knows? Then we had gyms close, but strip bars could stay open. Then we had retail, small retail shops that sold clothes that could not open, but Walmart could. And they said it was all about science and data coming out of Raleigh. These inconsistent policies are having a severe impact on people's lives, on our economy, on depression, even on health, because people are not going to the hospital when they should be for other issues. They're not getting cancer checkups or heart checkups or physicals. Remember, we started this whole process to lower the peak so our hospitals wouldn't be overwhelmed, and now we've moved the goal line again. Oh, and then what was the next phase? Oh, a four-point plan in North Carolina. Four phases, Bo, is that right? Four phases? Three phases. Three phases, but it's really four because we went to 2.5. correct. But we call it three phases. More confusion. One, two, 2.5, and three. It's a three-phase plan, even though it's four. And the media goes, thank you very much, sir. Can I have another? Then we went to a plan, no more than six people go in a room. And then it moved to no more than 10 people. Then no more than 25 people. Then football stadiums, no more than 7%. We have no idea where those numbers came from. But according to Mandy Cohen and Governor Cooper, it was based upon science and data. And everyone knew that was a total lie. 7% is not based upon science and data. It's pulled up out of the air. I'd say something else, but I can't say it on radio. And now we're back to essential and non-essential. Not essential and non-essential businesses, (laughs) but essential and non-essential guests that you can have come over for Thanksgiving. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. Non-essential guests and essential guests, and if they are essential, for example, family members that don't live under the same roof, you have to wear a mask. Now, if my sister-in-law comes over and visits, I'm not going to be in the same room with her anyway, (laughs) with all due respect. I'm going to be in my own room watching the football games, and I'm not going to be wearing a mask. And yes, by the way, I guess I'm breaking the law right now. I was about to say. I'm not wearing a mask. Cuff me, Dano. (laughs) Really? We have space between all of us. We've really made a point to be responsible in this studio. And now you're telling everyone at work must wear a mask regardless of the size of room, regarding how far away we are from each other. Oh, excuse me. The Boy Scout has a mask on. Go ahead and show the Boy Scout. Jeff, show the Boy Scout. He just put it on. He's a pseudo-Boy Scout. You know what the motto for the Boy Scouts is, right? (laughs) What? Be prepared. This is serious stuff, but you got to laugh about it. And we're going to question some of the policies that are being implemented that were announced yesterday right here on the Pat McCrory Show. 
during the quickest two hours of radio. That's Don't right. miss it. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WPT. Well, we're about to put up my uh, introduction on my Facebook, probably within the next 20 minutes. Pat McCrory Facebook, pull it up. I'd love to get your reaction. We'd love to get your reaction to what I call not serious plans for a serious issue. Plans that are inconsistent, plans that are unenforceable, plans that are not based upon science and data, but seem to be based upon politics. Oh, I forgot to mention the color codes. <laughs> I didn't put that in my intro. Which have apparently changed in a lot of places. So we've gone from essential to non-essential businesses. Then we went to what businesses closed, what businesses could open. And we had inconsistencies there. You know, strip bars could stay open, but gyms closed. Then we went to the numbers game of six or more, or 10 or more, or 25 or more in a room, and stadiums, 6 and 7%. Then we went to the color codes mm-hmm. last week. What, yellow, 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 orange, and red. Just happened to be the same things that Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, the winner of the Emmy. And he got an Emmy for that. I saw that. I bet you Cooper's mad about that. Cooper just wasn't as good as Cuomo. Did you ever win an Emmy as a governor? I won a... Um, as mayor, I won some local yeah. award. Was that for the inside story with Pat McCrory? No. Okay. No. That was a smart Alec comment you made, and it's a smart Alec smile you're giving like, me right. I was no, one of, the, but you're giving I was me one a, of no. the producers of that like, show. Are, were you giving me a smart Alec smile? I was trying Just to remember. Just say yes or no. Uh, I uh, no, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear you. <laughs> John, was that a smart Alec smile? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Your voice is high again. No, no, no. Boy, his voice is high. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, and now we're into essential and non-essential guests for Thanksgiving. <laughs> All with the overarching phases. All within 3.5 yeah, or exactly. 2.5 or whatever the hell. What it was yesterday, <laughs> did they put... I'm about to cuss. I'm, I'm, this could be my last day on the radio. <laughs> this could be my last five minutes on the new company and everything. So It, let, it was a good run. It was a good run. <laughs> we left it number one. That's right. One is a lonely number. You retired on top. One is the loneliest number. <laughs> so uh, why don't we hear from uh, some uh, Governor Cooper? All right. Can so we hear just one sound bite? Sure. And uh, then we'll comment on it for the next two hours. Or we may just... There's a lot to work I with I don't here. believe in mocking. That's one thing I hate about politics. But this is getting close to having to mock it. Here and the media goes, oh, God, that's brilliant. <laughs> From afar, they do. Yeah. Here is uh, Governor Cooper yesterday. Okay. We've taken strong steps to prevent the spread of this virus, and today we'll do more. Our statewide mask requirement has been in effect since June, and it is still our best weapon in this fight. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It surely must have been ineffective. If it's your best, that's the best you can do? Surely not. So you're going to implement more. You can't say you're doing a good job, but then we're doing bad. You're either doing bad or you're doing good. Don't do this in-between crap. Oh, I'm about to cuss. Today's executive order will further tighten the mandate, making it clear that everyone needs to wear a mask whenever you are with someone you don't live with. 
That means like. wearing a mask when you're at home, when you're with friends or family visiting. And it means a mask at work, okay, at stop, the gym. Stop, stop. Just last week, Governor Cooper was seen putting on his mask as he walked into the room for a press conference. So it was obvious just last week he didn't have a mask on around his own workers. Neither did Mandy Moore. Cohen. Whatever. Okay, go on. This order also strengthens the role of businesses in ensuring masks are worn by everyone in the store, staff and customers. In the store. And that they are abiding by capacity limits so that people can stay distant and can stay safe. Wait a minute, stop. I thought if you stayed distant, then you didn't need a mask because you're staying distant. But now they're saying... You must have a mask even if someone's 100 yards away from you. Or is it 50? Or is it 10? John Moore, you're right now about 15 yards from me, right? Yes. You do not have a mask on. I do not. <laughs> you want me to wear one? I've never seen I, you I wear one. <laughs> I can't. No, I, listen, I take this wearing mask seriously, but I don't take it seriously when someone's 15 yards from me. Because it makes no damn difference. And this is where the governor is not telling the truth. It's a it's a PC move. It reminds me of when I was on Homeland Security and we'd ask people at the airport, uh, do you have a bomb in your suitcase, <laughs> sir, before we put it on? You know, and, and, you're, and I could just see the terrorists going, oh, I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. I've got to tell you the truth. Oh, my gosh. I was hoping you would forget. Yes, I do. <laughs> Remember when they'd ask you when you checked into the airport 10 years ago? Busted. Do you, do you have anything in your suitcase that could be very dangerous? And, and you sit there and go, mm, should I tell them or not? <laughs> <laughs> is there a lie detector test around oh, here? Oh, yeah, if you hesitate. This is the, it's called pseudo-security. That's what I called it during Homeland Security. Uh, some of the procedures we put in for Homeland Security, which was also very serious, were pseudo-security. It was fake security. And some of these policies that Governor Cooper is mentioning right now is pseudo-security. Wearing a mask when you're 100 yards from someone is not serious. And it's not based upon science or data. It's based upon a fad. For a serious issue, it's a fad. John Moore, you ought to have a mask on all the time with that face. Oh, are we still on the air? Hey. <laughs> 838 on News Talk 1110-993-WBT. I was not making light of your radio show from back in the day. The only bone that I had to, to, to pick with that show was the theme song. The theme music sounded something like this. <laughs> that was my... Uh... That was when I was an intellectual pseudo-elite who listened to NPR radio and PBS. I'm glad we uh, And listened to jazz every Friday night at the Mint Museum. <laughs> I used to be that kind of guy. But then I became an extremist, according to the Charlotte Observer. And now, according to some of my friends, I'm not extremist enough. <laughs> yeah, I was back in my... Uh, you know, that was... That's the kind of music I played when I was a professor at uh, Chapel Hill, you mm -hmm. know, wearing the tweed jacket, yeah. the goatee, smoking the pipe, reading a book, drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> that was then. That was then. Now we have our own show opens. Yeah. I like those better.
So uh, we continue to talk about uh, a serious issue regarding this virus, and I think kind of policies that aren't serious, that you cannot take seriously regarding wearing masks at your home during Thanksgiving, closing some businesses but allowing other businesses to stay open, having 10 people in some rooms and 25 people in another, having three phases but really four phases, essential businesses, not essential businesses, and now the ultimate Essential guests for Thanksgiving and non-essential guests and even the essential guests have to wear a mask. They have to be family members, I believe, but they can't be they can be family members that don't live under the same roof. So I've got a question for you, Bo. Mm-hmm. If you have you have family you have you have two wonderful children, right? Correct. Well, one that you talk about. I won't, you know. Both are <laughs> wonderful. Okay, two wonderful children. Mm-hmm. Why are they allowed to be in the same house as you during Thanksgiving dinner? Because they are wandering around the community and can catch this virus. Are they any different from your mom and dad, who who the governor says the only must wear a mask with you, but your kids don't have to wear a mask with you in your house? Yeah, the only difference is my mom and dad are older. More, more in the uh, okay. How about your brother? Okay, I know I've met your brother before. How about your brother? Yeah, has not. to wear a mask, but your son doesn't right. when he's in your house. That's right. Does that make any sense? Not really. Not not when you say it like you just did, where members of my nuclear family go out of the house and go interact with other people, just like you know my my brother would. But we've though, separated the two according to the right. serious policies that right. the media doesn't ask Governor Cooper about, or the governor of Washington State, or the governor of Oregon. We're the governor of Michigan. That's how these policies aren't serious. Because your brother is no more or less dangerous than your son and daughter regarding this virus. Because you're not, even though you're living under the same roof as your wife and your son and daughter, Mm -hmm. they're also having their own life outside of your house, just like your brother is. That's right. The mandate makes it sound as if the people under your own roof don't ever leave that house. That's correct. It makes no sense whatsoever. And let me ask you another thing. When your in-laws come over, and mm-hmm. I know you love your in-laws, but mm-hmm. occasionally when your in-laws come over, you probably go, you know, uh, dear, I'm going to go to the other room and watch the football game <laughs> while you retell stories about your childhood that go, I've heard 30 or 40 times. I've heard you talk about this during the breaks. I go to the basement, yeah. You go to the basement. Yeah. Now, when you go to the basement and your in-laws are visiting you for Thanksgiving while they're doing the dishes and cleaning up because you're too good for that at your house, (laughs) are you going to wear a mask down in the basement when you're by yourself? No. You're breaking the law. You're breaking the law, Mr. Boy Scout. I guess I'll prepare to be arrested. And now let me ask all of you who are at work right now, are you wearing your mask even though there is no one within 20 yards of you and you're the only one sitting in your cubicle You're the only person sitting in your cubicle in a huge room, and are you wearing your mask? Because the new guidelines say you must wear your mask. And you know, and I know, it makes no sense whatsoever. Now, if you're sitting right next to someone, you ought to be wearing your mask. I have no problem with that, even though I've just been sent some studies from Denmark where where the mask doesn't make as much difference as the media is portraying. It doesn't hurt anything. There is a small increment of safety, but we all know if someone's right next to you and you're spending a lot of time, wear your mask. Whether it's your 
loved one or not. But if you're not within 20 yards or 10 yards or 100 yards of someone, does it really make sense to send the police to Bo Thompson's house and arrest him in his basement while his in-laws are there? (laughs) Book him, Dano. I mean, really? Yeah. Or can we just call it a protest? Can you say you were protesting in the basement and therefore you're not having to wear a mask because you were protesting something of importance? It's got to be a politically correct issue that you're protesting. What would that be in your basement? Probably protesting not wanting to hear stories upstairs. <laughs> that's not PC enough. But that's that's right in line with what you said. So it's true. You don't want to hear stories upstairs. It may be. It may not be. We're, we're speaking in total hypotheticals. Right? All this is just hypothetically. <laughs> so, Bo Thompson, out of fairness, I've been very critical of uh, my successor, Governor Cooper. I've said this is a serious virus, but the policies being implemented are becoming a joke. Thanksgiving, really? Police coming in in Washington State, North Carolina, and Oregon? Being called because you have visitors inside your house, including your own brother, who won't wear a mask around you. You're in the basement, not wanting to be around your in-laws, and Governor Cooper is saying you must wear a mask in your basement when you're by yourself in the same house with your in-laws upstairs, and you can be fined or arrested. While we have 104 murders in Charlotte, unsolved crimes... Four people assassinated on Beattiesford Road. They have yet to find the killers. And Governor Cooper wants to use our police to arrest your brother. I know you wouldn't mind your brother being arrested based (laughs) upon the way he used to whoop you in basketball and football and every other sport. Anybody who knows my brother knows that's not true. Hey, Phil, come on over to my house. I'm talking to my brother right now. Hey, Phil, come on over. I'll call the police on you. (laughs) If I'm not allowed to sit on my front porch with my uh, brother without a mask. Are you allowed to sit on your front porch? Technically, I don't think you are. Mm. Mm. But then that's outside. But it's under, well, Newsom said he was outside, too, but apparently he was inside. Mm -hmm. So the definition of outside and inside is changing, too, among our fellow Democrats. So let's hear, let's be fair, because I want to be fair to my successor, Roy Cooper. Let's play another quote. Maybe the way he's explaining it is, the way I'm reading it is different from the way he's explaining it, because he's a very persuasive explainer. Today's order builds on our action to limit gatherings to 10 people indoors, Mm -hmm. our indoor bar closures, our occupancy restrictions Mm -hmm. for retail stores, Mm -hmm. restaurants, and other public businesses, along with our mask Mm -hmm. mandate. Mm -hmm. Masks, distance, small gatherings, all of these are critical during the holidays and cold months ahead. The order extends these protections through December the 11th. Wearing a mask over our mouth and nose is the best thing we can do to prevent the spread of this virus. It costs so little, but it does a lot to put countless dollars back into our economy by making it safer to visit stores and other businesses. Tell us how much. A lot? 
a lot. That's the data and statistics you're giving us by having Bo Thompson's brother come over for Thanksgiving dinner. In the past, Bo would go, "Uh, brother, I really don't have enough food for you anyway. (laughs) And you weren't invited. But now you'll be able to say, brother, you can't come in because... COVID. (laughs) COVID. It's not because you always take the chicken, the leg of the chicken, and it makes me mad. What he just said right there, you haven't haven't said much of what we talk about Thanksgiving, but Mm -hmm. this actually goes through December 11th. So this goes through what midpoint, at least midpoint through the holiday season. See, this is the problem with the elected. I've, I've played the game. I know the game. I've been played by the game. This is the problem with with elected officials making up laws that they know are unenforceable. I mean, we all know the laws that are un, un, not, not enforceable. For example, when it says 55 on the highway, we go 62 or 63, right? We know we won't be pulled over for the ticket. Don't make laws that you know everyone's going, this is really a joke. And that's what he's doing about a very serious issue. And again, it reminds me of the Homeland Security laws at the airport. There are certain things we were doing at the airport that was kind of a joke, but it was pretend security. And the new mask rules within our homes are pretend security because even Roy Cooper is not going to be doing this. He'll be looking out the window, making sure no one's taking a picture, and then he'll take off his mask. If his daughter's boyfriends or husbands walk in, do you think he'll keep his mask on? No. Come on, none of us will. I might keep my distance, which I do with everyone right now. I keep my distance. Whether I'm in a Harris Teeter, I wear my mask when I'm getting a haircut, But even then, I have to take part of it down so they can cut the back of my hair. Mm -hmm. We're all making exceptions. Don't don't threaten us with stupid policies. It's becoming a joke. Don't say you're saving our lives by implementing stupid policies. And don't use the I'm saving your life argument to defend stupid policies. What did I say about stupid? I don't call anyone stupid. I just say, don't put your stupid hat on. There. Right. And right now, he just implemented a policy in which, in implementing it, he wasn't wearing a mask in the workplace. Yeah, it's, it's great that you're standing beside Michael Jordan, and that's a legendary picture, but you uh, are a spitting image of an early Tom Cruise in this picture. <laughs> like a risky business era Tom Cruise. Help me, Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise used a witchcraft on me to get the fire off! Get ready for the fastest two hours on radio. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! We plan to communicate this proactively in a culturally competent manner. Time to play the game! See, I told you this in the past, Bo Thompson. A kitchen table dialogue. 14 years as Charlotte Mayor. I've taught you everything you know, but I haven't taught you everything I know. Four years as NC Governor. It's good to be with you on the Bo Thompson Show. Oh, you take that cheap shot. Do you have a name that we can call Bill Graham before we leave? Yes, genius. (laughs) WBT presents... Good morning, Pat. It is a beautiful day in Charlotte. The Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson. I just wanted to say how much I appreciate 
your show. I've been listening to it since it started. It's the best decision WBT ever made. You are freaking hilarious. Culturally competent information through the lens of health equity. Driven by Felix Sabatis, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte. Welcome to our number two Pat McCrory show on this Tuesday. And uh, the buzz around Washington last evening was that the GSA chief informed President-elect Biden that the formal transition process has the green light to begin. And I'll read this uh, tweet from President Trump last night. He said, I want to thank Emily Murphy at the GSA for her steadfast dedication and loyalty to our country. She has been harassed, threatened, and abused, and I do not want to see this happen to her, her family, or employees of GSA. Our case strongly continues. We will keep up the good fight, and I believe we will prevail. Nevertheless, it is in the, in the best interest of our country, uh, or in the best interest of our country, I am recommending that Emily and her team do what needs to be done with regard to initial protocols and have told my team to do the same. Good for him. Good for President Trump. We haven't seen President Trump. We've seen him, but we haven't heard from him. No, we've heard from him, but we haven't seen him in person talk. In a fairly long time, this is probably the longest time during his presidency that we haven't seen him interact. He made uh, he had a COVID brief news conference on Friday evening, but that was the first in a while. And you're right. I mean, this he is the longest time in his presidency that we have not seen him talk. And last week, I think it was Thursday, his task force, all of them except him, spoke, and he wasn't there. He uh, had Mike Pence, the VP, handle that. So. The, uh, the days of him appearing almost uh, every single day are, are gone. He is tweeting a lot, though. I mean, he's tweeted a lot this morning. And so the, the tweet that I just read to you, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> that happened last night, but he's been tweeting all morning that uh, to the effect of, this is not over, I concede nothing, essentially. Uh, here's one. What does uh, the GSA being allowed to preliminarily work with the Dems have to do with continuing to pursue our various cases on what will go down as the most corrupt election in American political history? We are moving full speed ahead. We never concede to fake ballots and Dominion. So so he brought up Dominion, mm-hmm. and it's the lawyer that they just said that it's not part of their legal team that they said they have nothing to do with. That would be Sidney Powell. I was testing you. I know. I'm waiting to hear from Sidney Powell. I guess his only shot, and they better come out with something like today. I got a question for Joe Biden. I got a question for the new uh, secretary that's going to be the DHHS secretary. I got a question for all my liberal Democratic friends. Since... You accuse President Trump of being the main reason why so many people are dying in the United States of America due to COVID. Does he then also get all the credit for the medicine that's been invented in just the past several months to cure this virus, to prevent this virus? Does he get the credit? Or does he only get the blame when things go wrong? Or the credit for saying that the virus vaccine was right around the corner, and indeed it was. And he was mocked for that. Three of them, actually. And I, I'm convinced they announced it a week after the election due to politics. Or to avoid politics. And when you try to avoid politics, you are making a political decision. 
And that's what the drug companies did do, because the CEOs of the drug company knew the results before the election. Under oath, they'd have to say that. Or did they just, don't tell me, put their hands over their ears and close their eyes. Don't tell me. Only tell me when you know. Earmuffs. And it just happens to be five days after the election. But the question is, if President Trump deserves all the blame for everything that's gone wrong regarding the virus, does he deserve all the credit for coming up with the vaccine? And the answer, obviously, from the liberal media, especially Wolf Blitzer and Cooper Anderson. Anderson Cooper. Whatever. And all the governors that criticized the president during this whole process, including Emmy Award winner Andrew Cuomo. When accepting the Emmy Award yesterday, Andrew Cuomo did not thank the President of the United States for providing him a boat or providing him a vaccine for the future. Just some hypocrisy that we see in how we receive news. And I've been critical of the President with regarding his lawyers lately. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WPT. Just got a text from David Chadwick. Mm -hmm. Give us an update about the City of Hope CLT campaign. Yes. You've been listening to this. You know that WBT, Moments of Hope Church, we've partnered with the Charlotte Rescue Mission, Mm -hmm. Camino Community Center, the King's Kitchen, and other local organizations. And, of course, you listening, the listeners, most importantly. Goal here is to raise $50,000 to serve our community and feed hungry kids. And so uh, Moments of Hope Church has committed to match every dollar given, allowing for a total community impact of $100,000. So David Chadwick uh, told us yesterday we were at 11207 He just texted me and says we are at 16786 as of this morning, and that's without the match. Wow. So uh, that is impressive, and we thank you listening to WBT. And, and, and David, uh, call my friend Davis from our our study group, because uh, the entire study group would like to contribute. So they will coordinate that right now. Excellent. You know who they are. And your contribution is 100% tax deductible, goes directly to to providing food and resources to those in need in the Charlotte community. If you want to learn more about the effort that we've been talking about, simply go to cityofhopeclt.org. Cityofhopeclt. Dot O-R-G. And again, the... Uh, I'm la- writing it right now, as you say. I'm sending this out. City of Hope. City of Hope, C-L-T, dot O-R-G. And the updated number that we've raised so far, which uh, Moments of Hope Church will match, is $16,786.97. City of Hope. C-L-T, <laughs> dot O-R-G. I'm still typing. Dot What? cityofhopeclt.org Okay, got it. This is riveting, by the way. This is good radio. Yeah. I'm trying to raise money. I just sent it to <laughs> no, a bunch of people. Hey, it's, it's for a good cause. All it right, is. you're going to get some more checks coming in shortly. Excellent. good study group. Davis, thank you very much. And thank you all listening uh, to WBT for your contributions. Keep them coming. Uh, we got time for some uh, some Mandy Cohen Mandy here. Cohen. Can we do a little uh, background music? Because I get kind of romantic when I... Or you to get romantic when you think of Mandy yeah. more. 
Here we go. I'm pulling it up as we speak. John Moore, why don't you uh, go ahead and roll? 20 counties are red with with critical community spread. That's double the amount we were seeing just last week. 42 counties are orange with substantial community spread, and the remaining are yellow with significant community spread. Remember, we still have a high level of concern for our yellow counties. People in counties that are yellow should take action to ensure they don't become orange or red. Our statewide metrics and county alert map show that we are on very shaky ground. I do not want to see the bottom fall out. Oh. I'm particularly concerned about our record number of people the in the hospital. Move the coming weeks will be a true test of our resolve to do what it takes to keep people from getting sick, to save lives, and to make sure mm-hmm. you have a hospital care for whether it's a heart attack, a car accident, or COVID-19 when you need it. But wait a minute. Stop. If you have a car accident, you better have a mask on. <laughs> Things are getting shaky underneath our feet, according to uh, Mandy Moore. We know so much more about this pandemic than we did back in March when we had our mm-hmm. first case. Yeah, we we need to put that. that knowledge to use, particularly when the actions are simple and the effects are profound. Okay, so stop. These are the questions the media is not asking Mandy or her boss, our current governor, Roy Cooper. So are the breweries still open as long as they have a food truck? And if so, why are they open and not the bars? Science. You had the same number of fans come into the Panther Stadium yesterday, and yet you knew before yesterday that the numbers have gotten worse. Why didn't you go from, say, 7% to, I don't know, 4%? Science. And Mandy, if your husband brings in their in-laws to your house, especially your mother-in-law, and you go to another room just to escape your mother-in-law, are you going to wear a mask in the other room while your mother-in-law is trying to show you how to cook and you get disgusted and go, I can't take this anymore? Are you going to then take off your mask and enjoy the good book? Without a mask on. Come on, tell us the truth. I'd say, hang in there. We're going to keep watching our numbers. Come on, Mandy. Don't just hang in there. Tell us the truth. We also have the benefit of evolving science. Come on, Does man. Does she talk that way when she's at home? Well, I know if she was here right now, she would say. Well, thank you, Governor. I'm so appreciative of your steadfast leadership See, and your commitment problem. to science. When I was governor, I didn't have people kiss up to me as good as she did. I mean, the Governor Cooper, you got to give him credit. He gets people to kiss up to him like no one else can. Well, first, we're going to continue to look at the science and the data. That's going to be our guiding star. Welcome back to the Pat McCrory Show at 936. I'm thinking about calling the authorities right now on you, Bo Thompson. On me? Because you're breaking the law right now. You're supposed to be wearing masks in a workplace. Well, but you you are an essential worker of the radio show and but your voice is not muffled right now. We are on very <laughs> shaky ground. I do not want to see the bottom fall out. Mission Impossible 4. 
shaky ground. <laughs> Starring Bo Thompson. John Moore. Roy Cooper. Mask. Whenever you are with someone you don't live with. That means wearing a mask when you're at home, when you're with friends or family visiting. And it means a mask at work, at the gym, at the store, at school. Directed by David from Asheville. <laughs> yes. <laughs> David, have you ever worn a mask? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Halloween. David has a mask on right now, but he's got a hole in it. Yes. Right at his mouth. He kind of... And and you're smoking something over there. That's my medicine. <laughs> it's recre is that recreational or medical? <laughs> it's the elixir. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and start the big finish early because oh, okay. we're getting so many calls. Right, I'm tired that. of hearing about the lawbreaker Bo Thompson. Yeah, me too. The Boy Scouts breaking the law. It's kind of a hold on, just gonna I got a memo from our new owners of Radio One. Oh yeah? Bo Thompson. The hardest working guy in radio. This could be your last day. <laughs> and who is that guy you're with? <laughs> we just got a unsolicited call from a fellow co-worker. <laughs> I think I'm radio too now. <laughs> 704-374-3800. Time for some uh, big finish calls mm-hmm. brought to you by Rug Source. Start a little early today? Yeah, why not? Pat, I think one of the very first things President-elect Biden should do is publicly thank President Trump for getting this vaccine made in such an outstanding time, unbelievable time. I don't think that's going to happen. I didn't see her Cuomo say it during his acceptance of his Emmy Award. He did not thank President Trump for sending him the ship and getting him ventilators, which he never used. And now the vaccine... Nah, I think Biden's going to get credit for it, along with Al Gore. <laughs> yes, Governor, and the state of North Carolina, does an executive order become law? How is that processed through the Constitution of North Carolina? Just a question. Thanks. Executive emergency orders should only be declared an emergency, and they were meant to be very short-term. And they are short-term, but he keeps exp- extending them. I think, frankly, it is not constitutional. But he has a Supreme Court that's uh, allowing him to do this. That's why the Paul Newby election is very, very important. But that's a fair question. The media, he's not even going through the legislature makes the laws, not the governor. And by the way, Trump and uh, uh, Obama did the same thing with executive orders. We're transferring too much lawmaking to the executive branches, both in the state and in Washington. Pat. All I got to say the last few days of development, Governor Cooper, all the people that voted for him, which I did not, welcome to Cooperville. Y'all have a good day. A good turkey day. Determined. (laughs) Cooperville. In between his determines, he puts on his mask. <laughs> Great show, Governor. If everybody's wondering why December the 11th by oh, the governor, work. look mm-hmm. no further than the FDA is starting to make a ruling on the first vaccine from BioNTech and Pfizer about emergency use authorization. It's December 10th at the FDA. Hmm. Oh, or it might be as long as he can implement an executive order. 
That's that's what he's doing. He he's abusing executive orders, and he's not even working through his other members of the executive uh, branch of of Raleigh. He is not the only member of the executive branch. Science. Okay, so I've got one. My wife watches my grandson at my son's house every day. Mm-hmm. She's the primary daycare mm-hmm. provider, mm-hmm. but I can't go to my son's house for Thanksgiving. That's a good one. Thank you, Cooper. It's a good example where we're making the rules that are a joke and that we know people are not going to follow, and then we're going to make people feel guilty about not following them. Just make sure you wear your talisman of carrying on your face. Put that talisman on, or you are a disgrace. John Moore, I did not get to uh, review these, but you said they were good calls. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't even have a good voice. I don't know what happened there. Good and terrible. (laughs) I'll tell you what, boys. I whine and get, you know, come get me for not wearing a mask in my own house. Come get me for having more than 10 people in my house on Thanksgiving. Come over here, arrest me, ticket me, do something, because I'm going to sue the crap out of these people. This is so unconstitutional, I can barely stand it. They're going to threaten business owners now if I go in a gas station without a mask on. Determined. Like I have been. Everybody's cool as beans. Now they're going to say, oh, the governor's going to shut us down. They're going to shut us down. It's so communistic. I can't do it. Well, you know, I told you about yesterday. I had a Facebook face mask coming into Harris Teeter. Mm-hmm. And you were reprimanded. I took it down yeah. while I was talking to the meat market and some friends of ours, some leaders here in Charlotte. And as I turned around and started walking with my... I wasn't near anybody. I didn't get, even while talking to people, I was 15 yards away. Mm-hmm. A lady from 20 yards away started yelling at me, well, McCrory, you know better. I don't think she was a fan, and, and <laughs> it turns out she's one of the people who tweets against me about it oh. every day. And the way I described her fit fit it well. <laughs> she was the eclectic left uniform. and uh, But she started yelling at me and going, I'm visiting my 80-year-old grandmother or mother for Thanksgiving. And I wanted to go, you shouldn't be doing that, according to Governor Cooper, right? Yeah. Mask or not, you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, that goes way back to the beginning. You're not supposed to... Those are the most vulnerable people. Big finish, 704-374-3800. Brought to you by Rugs. We want to hear your feedback. Are you going to break the law or follow the law, or are you going to be like uh, Bo Thompson and try to get the best of both worlds and pretend? It's a Van Halen song. The best of both worlds? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's Bo Thompson, the best of both worlds. He pretends to be a Boy Scout, but he really isn't. It's uh, traffic time right now. <laughs> Pam Warner. Pam, uh, I hate yes. to break the news to you. Bo Thompson is not a Boy Scout. <laughs> well, neither am I, so we're cool. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WPT. So uh, if you want to see our first segment live, in person, on video, you can go to the Pat McCrory Facebook page. You can also go to WBT, although that will be the audio part. If Mm -hmm. you want to see the video of the first segment where I talk about the inconsistency of policies being implemented by uh, Governor Cooper and Mandy Moore, um, go go to Facebook, Pat McCrory Facebook. We'd love to have you join our Facebook page and make a comment. 
and also send it up forward to other people throughout uh, to your friends and relatives. Except don't do it without a mask. Do not forward my Facebook video without a mask. Science. Data. Determined. You watch that video, it's the best of both worlds. Well, it's the best of Bo Thompson is in the video. So for those who want to see what Bo Thompson looks like in a fake mask, it shows him wearing a mask, and he just put it on before the camera came to him. fake mask. So he's going to try to use this video in a court of law when the police arrived because I just called the police to arrest Bo Thompson. Because that's what friends do. That's what friends do. <laughs> I'm protecting the world. Yeah. All right, part, number, part two of the Big Finish today brought to you by, by uh, Rug Source, as it always mm-hmm. is. It's just a, it's a twofer. Yeah, twofer. Twofer. Hey, good morning, folks. I uh, just want to say uh, these so-called authorities can shove their tyranny. Uh, my science and data come from God and common sense. If we don't stand up for something, we will fall for anything. Thanks for listening. I think Determined. she. Meant, I think she was going to say something a little bit stronger. <laughs> <clears throat> I was so sorry to hear about the Panthers' loss Sunday. It appears uh, 2 a.m. Monday morning, Detroit found three uncounted touchdowns so maybe next year (laughs) it was the scoreboard was manipulated (laughs) i wanted that governor cooper i wanted that he go to walmart and see if some people wearing masks half of them don't Mm. wow this just made my year calling the bo thompson show Hey, I'm Buzz Williams. I've caddied for Mr. McCrory at Charlotte Country Club. And I'm going to tell you, Phil was such a nice guy. Good golfer, too. Hey, over here in Albar, we got this new thing going. Whenever we got to go to John, we don't say John anymore. We say, we're going to the Cooper. Y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. Determined. Oh, man. Talking about my brother Phil like that. My brother has no short game. He can drive it longer than me, but he has no short game. Plus, my brother's not being invited to Thanksgiving because of COVID. (laughs) COVID. After all the complaints with Cooper, I thank God we don't have Cuomo as a governor. Y'all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Mm, Cuomo, Cooper, two C's. Cooper's really upset behind the scenes, apparently, that he did not get an Emmy. Emmy. Yeah. He's going to get tougher next time. Was he nominated? No, he didn't even get nominated. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's starting to study films of Cuomo. <laughs> you know, where he's... Acting! Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Morning, guys. We were told six months ago mm-hmm. that the mask was the solution and the all-cure for this disease. Well, here we are six months later, and nothing's changed from then to now. So what's the point? So I, I really agree with what Rush Limbaugh says, and that the mask is just a symbol of fear. Yeah, I think it is a symbol when you're 20 yards away from somebody. There's no like the lady yelling at me at the Harris Teeter when I, I had my mask down at my neck briefly. She started yelling at me. By her yelling at me from 20 yards was more dangerous than me not having a mask. Did she yell at you because there was an audience I, around? There was nobody, nobody around. Was just the two of you? Well, there was barely anyone in the store. There were some people behind me. She was yelling at me because she knew it was me. Yeah. I don't think she was a big fan. And I've noticed on my 
tweet, Twitter, mm-hmm. that she's written some very condescending points about me before. So um, so here's what you say. Say, don't at me. Is that what you say? So you say, See, don't I at don't, me. I don't know this stuff. No, but you'll sound hip. If you say that, you'll sound hip to the Twitter world. I don't world. call names to anybody. Don't at him. Hmm. Hey, McCurry, man, yo, no man, your no man land monologue has got me and the boys fired up. We need to go ahead and get us a candidate to run against this governor that's in office right now. Let him run on those same principles you were talking about, about this virus. Wait, hold on. Wait, we did. He, he had a lot of support, right? He argued against those same principles, right? Yeah, and he, he lost. He, he lost. Oh, all right. Never mind. Oh, that was good. That's something I would have done. The old pretend. He's, he's met for radio. I have a comment about Governor Cooper. Probably going to close everything down. People, you get what you voted for. You voted for my Cooper, so you're going to have to live with it. Thank you very much. Determined. You know what, McCrory? All I'm watching the news, this and all McCrory. people are starting to complain about Governor Cooper's speech and all his little requirements. But you know what? I bet you 90 percent of them voted for him, and now they're complaining. I have no sympathy for him. Determined. What's, what's this thing calling me, McCrory? The lady at the Harris Theater, McCrory. You know better, McCrory. You know, in and but, I, McCoy, when, I, when, when I was young, people would and people were older than me. They'd go, Mister. Me, I get McCrory. Well, not much everybody. less your excellency. I was about to say, I mean, not everybody will do what we do here. Well, you're you're. It's part of your contract. Yeah. You have to, right. McCrory. See again, <laughs> McCrory. You know, John Lennon was ahead of his time. Nowhere man, nowhere plans for nobody. I think Michael Stipe was, too. So if you want to watch the video of our intro and get to see Bo Thompson wearing a mask that he got on just in time before the camera got to him, that he'll use in a court of law after the police arrest him in a few minutes, Ooh, that was a- get to the Pat McCrory Facebook page. We'd love to have you be a part of our Facebook. That escalated quickly right there. You, get to, you actually get to see Bo Thompson at work. <laughs> You faker. You're a fake Boy Scout, Bo Thompson. You're what's wrong with society. Thompson. What? They never called Bo Thompson. It's always Bo. McCrory. Bo. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. We'll see you tomorrow. Your Excellency. McCrory. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360-degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving.